Ask the Podcast Coach for November 30th, 2019. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music that means it's Saturday morning. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting. Dot com And if you want to uh, join us live, simply go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. If you want to jump on in, just go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash join. And speaking of joining us, all the way from TheAverageGuy.tv, it's one, the only Jim Collison, who's leaving on a jet plane just a little later. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. I've been trying over the last three or four days to get on uh, UK time. And so I've been going to bed earlier, waking up earlier. So this morning was a 4 a.m. wake up. Oh, it, the good the good news is I got my workout in. Yeah. So there's plenty of times I've been up. I've already been up, you know, five hours. Uh, feels like I'm it feels like lunch and uh, we're heading out to London this afternoon. So pretty excited for it. Wow, that's uh 4 a.m. The good news is you can get a lot done because I did. I nobody did. Else is yeah. Nobody, and especially on a Saturday. So it was got into the gym, got a really good workout, got home, finished the podcast. Uh, you know, I had my daughter on. We'll talk about it at the end of the show last night. And um, so I got that done early before I had to go. I usually stretch that out over the weekend. It. I've gotten to the point, Dave, where if I actually try to sit down and produce my podcast all in one sitting. I kind of lose my mind. Like it's just so there's so many steps to get things uploaded here and done there and this made and video done. I just can't sit here for the the time it takes. So I kind of break it up over the weekend. Like Friday night is all the video rendering and uploading mm. Saturday. Then Saturday is kind of, I wake up in the morning and do the transcripts and get the post ready. And if it's ready, I'll post it before the show. If not after the show, post it, get social stuff going. Then uh, Saturday evening, do all the social posts that way it kind of breaks it up, right? It's not one big gigantic kind of thing. I, I don't know. Some people probably prefer if you're listening and in the chat room, tell me how you prefer to edit your podcasts all in one sitting, or do you like to break it up uh, as well? Drop oh, that in a, chat room. That's a great question. Cause I know I just, what do you, what do, you do? I did a what bunch last night. Cause I had, it was so great. I, um, I asked the woman in the tube, I go, what's on my schedule tonight? And she said, nothing. And I was like, oh, this is the best ever. So I have been recording a bunch of podcast review shows. And that show, I'm surprised to say this, takes more time than this show. Because this show, I'm dealing with video. And mm-hmm. what it is, it's it's a show that we do live. And we um, it's almost like an um contest between me, me and Eric. And it's to the point where it's annoying. Because mm-hmm. we're both coming up with questions where it just... And for some reason, we just cannot stop from not making noise or whatever. And uh, so I just did like one last. In fact, I think it took me almost two hours to do an hour long episode. But uh, we've got friends coming in. So we'll talk about that a little more. But joining us, there he is, Mr. Chris Nessie. How are you, my friend? Happy holidays, gentlemen. Yeah, how are Greeting, you? Greetings, Chris. Dave, did you hear that? Have you enabled in StreamYard the doorbell? It's not really a doorbell, oh, but it's I, a sound. No, and There's I, a new, I, I know they came up with a way, like if I wanted to kick Chris out of here, which I like, why would you kick Chris Nessie out? That makes no sense. No, you can't. You but can't if I wanted that. to. I, was I, say, I hope you didn't figure that feature out yet. Yeah. <laughs> and there he goes. All right. So uh, how's the, I got to ask, how is your son's vacuum cleaner podcast going? It's going well. I mean, he's seven, so he's kind of dragging his feet on production and show notes and research. Right. Um, 
So we're, we're like two months since the last episode. Okay. Chris, you had a chance to say it really sucking at the moment. You had a chance. <laughs> <laughs> you had a chance and you, you missed it. I don't want this episode to not be available in India. So yeah, I gotta keep it. it clean. Ooh, is that really, so, is that really the case? Yeah. What's going on, buddy? What can we, what can we help you with? So I'm looking for some advice for, this is going to sound cliche, a friend of mine. Right. <laughs> sure. So, well, when you hear it, you'll understand. Yeah. So I have a friend who I've been podcasting with for a couple of years, and my friend is interested in doing his own podcast, and he's got fear and reservations, even though he's been podcasting with me and another person for three years. So he's in the routine of podcasting and recording and planning and prepping, but he's got some reservations about going out on his own. So I'm asking for a friend, what could they consider to kind of take the leap and do for themselves? Jim, you want to go first? Yeah. Yeah. And Dave, your bandwidth's getting a little wonky. If you, if you check, maybe something's downloading or whatever. So we just, your video is kind of, kind of, um, blurry. Um, yeah. So I think, you know, there is nothing like practice, I think, to get people going. And, and I, I give this advice all the time and people come to me and say, Hey, I'm interesting to start a podcast. What, you know, what, what do I need to do? I always tell them, just make a whole bunch of shows. You're going to throw away, like just make them and, and don't, don't put so much pressure on yourself to make them right the first time and kind of get those jitters out. I think that's the thing for some people. I think knowing that it's practice may may make it easier for them to get in. Hey, we're just practicing here. We're kind of goofing around, kind of goof around intentionally. Like get on, get on the mics, talk. I mean, think about all those blab sessions that we used to have or just kind of, go, <laughs> yeah. you know, kind of goofing around. I think it's it, it can be that way to just say, yeah, create some material. You may get five or 10 minutes of promo material out of the two hours of practice, but man, they will be so much more ready. And if they go back and listen to what they did and then kind of critique themselves, that starts that process of getting away from like worrying about what you're doing and, you know, some of those things. So I think uh, that's the advice I always say. Oftentimes, Chris, though, once if they start doing that and they don't like it, it's a lot better that they, tried, they practiced and figured that out before they committed to a big, long podcast. So I don't know. That's the, the practice bit is kind of what I, as I like to do. Dave, what do you think? Yeah, that's exactly it. I, I always go back to my days as a musician. I remember when the first band I was in and we had to figure out first how to play it. So like, how do I play that song? So that's kind of getting used to your equipment and how does this work and that work? And then it was a matter of like, okay, now I've got to play it with other people. And then we would play the same songs over and over and over in the basement. And uh, my mom used to laugh because if crazy train came on the radio, she'd be like, Oh yeah, I've heard this about 500 (laughs) times. Um, But there comes a point when what happens usually is you've, after you've practiced seven times and you've got these songs down and you're like, okay, all we need now is a gig. Then you invite your friends over and your friends go, wow, you guys don't suck. And then about that time, eventually you'll find somebody who will let you play someplace. So that would be the thing I would go through. Like Jim said, record a couple and just say, I'm never going to release these. Uh, And then once you get one that you go, you know what? We're not that bad. Get somebody to listen to it. That's not named mom and say, you know what? That's really not that bad. 
then now that you you've got confirmation that you are not horrible, throw it out to the world. Um, and so I, I think that's part of it because I do hear, I, I can tell when I hear a show that is the first episode, like the absolute, I just hit record because it's always like, okay, uh, hey, uh, welcome to the show. This is uh, this this like this is the very first episode of the Dave Jackson Hour. I hope uh, uh, I I I I hope that you like the show. We're uh, we're gonna talk, you know, and you're just like, okay, this is somebody just hit record, you know. Where if it's after a while, somebody comes in and goes, "Hey, welcome to the Dave Jackson Hour, where we talk about time, space, and continuums." I'm, you know, and they just they just have that role and they're going. So that would be my advice. And then the other thing to keep in mind, because some people are like, yeah, but people are going to judge me and uh, I might look stupid and I don't want to sound bad. Okay, we'll get good equipment. There you go. You're not going to sound bad. Uh, people are going to judge you. Guess what? When you went to the grocery store last night, people were judging you behind you because <laughs> they hated the fact that you were in front of them. Um, and, and then just, you know, it, you're not going to sound stupid because there's this thing called editing. I was amazed. We did a uh, an episode of the podcast review show and it was just plagued plagued with technical problems. Eric was getting kicked out. I got kicked out. It was just a mess. And so the actual file was almost two hours long and I edited it down to the 45 minutes that actually counted because there was one part where we were waiting for Eric to come back and he had to reboot his machine. And there was like 20 minutes where I'm talking to the the guest about his kids and, you know, all sorts of other stuff. And I'm like, because finally I noticed it about 20 28 minutes in, I go, okay, Eric, I'm going to ask him, I'm going to ask you, are there any other questions you want to ask him? And I'm like, that's something you do at the beginning of the show. And I'm like, this is the beginning of the show. It's just 28 minutes in. So uh, yeah. that's the other one. I, I think we all get kind of worried about, oh, so many people are going to listen. And I'm like, mm, no, not really. Probably, yeah, probably no, about 30 when small. you start. Yeah. Chris, you said they've podcasted with you before. Yeah. Yeah. And so what kind of style of show are they going to do? What are, what are they thinking about at this point? Uh, he's looking to do something that's more solo. So not interview, but mm. kind of use it as a reflection, as a reflection tool yep. Uh, yep. to get their thoughts out and just kind of talk about what's on their mind, but not in the panel or group format. Yeah. 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 Well, solo is harder, I think, to get going. Uh, once you're in it, I think it gets I don't know if it ever gets easier. I, I have a lot of respect for solo podcasters. I just don't know how they do it. See, I would, but, um, it's easier ahead. to start. It might be, it might take longer to get comfortable because the, yeah. that's the one thing I love about, I just did one this morning. I woke up, you guys ready? I'm going to admit to lying to something. Although I did this in the uh, oh. thing, I went to bed, I woke up at two o'clock. I had this, I have this weird reoccurring nightmare that happens about every three months. It's kind of weird. But I woke up and it dawned on me, I didn't do Napod Pomo. Like I skipped a day. <laughs> and I was like, oh, crap. So I woke up today on the 30th, recorded an episode, threw it up and dated it for the 29th. So it's going to look it's going to look like I never yeah. missed a day. We'll, I, we'll forgive you yeah. for that one. So, you know, it's. Yeah. Well, but I think solo getting started solo is harder. Chris. Mm. I, I think yeah. I, that's just I think interviews easier to get started. Um, just, just my opinion. So, you know, with the solo work, I think also, do you know what kind of length they're talking about or they're thinking about doing like a single topic per episode or what, what, what are they thinking? Probably single topic or, I mean, it could bleed into, you know, multiple episodes, but I'm, I'm thinking, you know, in that, that 10 to 20 minute range, you know, okay. not, not the hour long. Yeah. 
you know, format yeah. that we see something. Yeah, that's good. Good. I think shorter is better when, when you're first getting going. Uh, I think there's some good advice and like really set the expectations, keep it tight, keep it clean. I think there's a lot of disciplines to learn early it, to get it right and to get it done. And then if you correct those behaviors as you go, the ums, the ahs, the off tangents, the right, if you can get to those pieces early and fix them, I think that makes the solo bit a lot easier, you know, around 50 after you've done it for a while. So I, I think they can, they can probably tighten that up a little, little bit too. Yeah. And I mean, I, I want to support them as best I can with yeah. you know, the knowledge and experience. So I don't want to be too pushy, but I'm still going to push them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no. I keep asking them like, Hey, so I, I think it's a lot like working out like, Hey, so what'd you do today? like accountability podcaster no right on what did you do to move forward today it doesn't mean you have to launch it today but did you do one thing to get closer to launch yeah the other thing Mm -hmm. about recording stuff with the intention of never releasing it is it does take the pressure off again going back to my days as a musician when i was in the studio and i remember i'm the king of like i will do a guitar solo 17 times before i i'm like wait that one didn't come from my toes i don't like it and and so I remember we, they said, well, let's just let's just play the track and you just play something over it. No pressure. We're not going to record it. Just just kind of feel yourself out. And I, I did it. And I was like, oh, man, I wish we were would have recorded that. And they said, actually, we did. So just yeah. the, the pressure of not having the little red light on uh, can kind of loosen things up a bit. Nice. Well, thanks for a couple of minutes, guys. Hope you enjoyed your Thanksgiving. Happy travels, Jim. And uh, thanks, Chris. I will talk to you guys soon. Okay. Thanks for jumping in. Enjoy the family. Take care. Yeah. See ya. Chris Nessie from house of ed tech or Chris Nessie.com. Nessie is N E S I. So uh, the chat room has been going crazy. They want to know, Jim, did you pick up any black Friday stuff? Black Friday has been interesting. I um, bought, uh, not podcast related, um, I'm having a guest on when I get back and I wanted their products. So they were running Black Friday. It was funny. I've been meaning to buy it for a while and I'm sitting on the couch with my daughter talking and all of a sudden the Black Friday thing comes in. They're like, hey, we're announcing a Black Friday deal. I'm like, oh, to save 25 bucks on this thing uh, would be, was pretty great. It's a little hinge that shuts your door in case a fire yeah. starts. Um, so one of the things I've noticed though this year, like I don't know why I don't wait to buy anything until black Friday. I always kind of think the black Friday deals are lame this year. They've been really good. Like everything is on sale. I, I you can get I, Mackie mixers on sale. You yeah. can get uh, all of, I mean, it's just, it just seems like I've gotten hundreds of notifications about black Friday deals. So I should have waited. I did stuff that I already have. Like I have, I love, um, uh-huh. Warrior something. Oh, it's a plug-in that share you share things. I kind of social warfare. There we go. Uh, plug-in. Uh had a nice one. The Jim, you were talking about getting a fet head. Remember I said yeah. you want the thing that yep. blows up? Well, they redesigned it. And now it looks like a fet head, not like a cloud lifter. And I also think I could be wrong. This is spirit uh uh sure speculation. I thought they got sued by Cloud Lifter because like it was oh. too close. Um, or I remember the guy, the Mr. Cloudlifter was saying he was thinking about suing them or something like that. Yeah. Um, but I was like, so I, I, I picked up one of those just cause I want to play with it. And it was like 30 bucks and I'm like, okay, that's not going to kill me. I'm trying to think what else I got. Um, uh, but most of it was stuff I already had, but I, yeah. I upped for like, I, software. 
Yeah, I bought Elementor Pro. I'm yeah. really the more I play with Elementor, it's really, really, really cool. And so I got that. I got like a five license deal that was like I want to say that was like forty percent off, something like that. So a lot of it was wasn't new stuff. It was stuff I'm already using and doing that. And here's the other thing you then find out. If you've done a Black Friday deal in the past, you'll also find out on Black Friday that it's reoccurring. So I have a reoccurring thing for audio blocks, which is a thing I use to get a bunch of music and things like that. And I was like, oh yeah, I didn't, didn't cancel that. So, but, um, but speaking of Elementor, you were having fun with child themes. Yeah. You know, I've always thought creating child themes was hard. And, and this, this weekend, uh, as I was getting ready to go, I was looking at my dashboard and I, I had seen there was a theme update and I was like, you know, I really need to, uh, I really need to figure out this parent child relationship with themes and updates. Cause I know if I, I use Donovan themes and I know if I update it, I'm going to lose some customizations and some of those kinds of things. So I always thought I figured it out. So of course I Googled it and I went to the WordPress and they're like, Oh, okay. Here's, here's how to create child themes. It's Dave. It's super complicated if you're going to do it by hand. Like I could not believe how hard it was, at least in the instructions, to be able to pull this off. So um, I, I thought certainly there's a plug in to get this done. And I don't know why we've never talked about it here on this show. And, and I don't know why it just it hasn't come up as a topic. Let me share my screen here really quick. Yeah, because the, the, uh, the downside of this is, oh, cool, you're sharing your screen. Yeah, yeah. You, can, you can bring that in there. So this ch- uh, child theme configurator is what I went to look, to look at the reviews, to watch the videos, because um, I was not about to monkey with all that code that's right. there. And it, the video is actually laid out really, really well. I don't know if anybody's ever used this free free plugin. They have an upgrade version. If you there's if you have a more complicated theme, sometimes it's going to take a little more work. But when you go to set up the 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 child relationship, they actually have like a seven step process and it literally just walks you through step one, click here, step two, look at this, make sure there's no errors. Step three, this is what we're going to name it. You know, this is what's going to be named in your database. Step four, here's the migration bit. Step five, you know, so they just walk you through these steps. And when you're done, it um, gives you this, this, you, you have this new, now I have this new Donovan child. Could have named it anything I wanted at that point, but so Donovan is the original theme and then the child relationship there. And then you just click activate on the child and you're done. And then I could run the upgrade on the, on the parent and get the themes all upgraded and situated. And so the, the child will assume those, those parent roles um, from that. And so if I needed to go back, say it didn't work. If I needed to go back, I could just go back and click on this and activate, reactivate it that way. And I'd be back to the parent. I upgraded and the parent actually, the upgrade didn't actually change very much uh, in in my upgrade. So it wasn't that big of a deal. For some themes, that can be a pretty big deal. But David turned what I thought was going to be an afternoon worth of work <laughs> yeah. into like 20 minutes. And, you know, I did a day-based upgrade before I started. I checked everything. I did some testing just to make sure nothing kind of got wacky or wonky on there. And it, it seemed to work just well. So if you haven't, if you, if you've been intimidated like I was by child theme, you know, child theme configuration, there is a child theme configurator does really well. Again, you can pay for it. I'm, I think I'm going to donate, you know, 25 bucks to them 
now that it's up and running and working, they have a donation plan. Why wouldn't I? It's worth it worked. Uh, and um, it, it worked out pretty well. So it was for what I thought was complicated, actually was made really, really easy by this plugin. Dave, do you, do you, would you recommend uh, I uninst- now that this plugin is done what I've wanted it to do, I uninstall it or do I leave that? Is it okay just to leave it there? Do you think? And you know, sometimes I don't. You don't like to leave a lot of plugins that are, you know, in that you're not using. That's it's a not good question. Using. It's done its job. Yeah, I guess if if you're not using it, then you can always edit back. You know, the the typical thing is you just see you by. You know, it's one less thing to hack. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, just a thought on that one. It's not like I'm using it all the time, and so you know, I thought, do you, do you, you uninstall it? You can, it'll allow you to create a child of a child. If that's what you wanted to do, once you create wow. a child, grandchildren, thing. Yeah. well, you know, pretty soon you're, well, I should say that. So, um, it, it, yeah, I can't, um, I, you know, I'd love to hear some horror stories of people who maybe have used that in the past and well, the, it didn't work, but man, that was a super easy way to make a child theme. Yeah. The advantage of it, if you do any kind of like if you start digging into the code of a theme to update it, that's the problem is then when you update that theme, all your custom coding goes out the window where now you, you make the changes to the child theme, you update the actual thing and it doesn't seem to cause as much mayhem. So that's, yeah, no, and it seems to look for the updates from the parent, but, and I don't know, there's Daniel would know all the technical terms on this, but allows you to do that with the customizations don't roll up to the parent. So the parent can be updated and, and you can continue to apply updates to it. It has just been, I don't know, I've had a WordPress site for 10 years maybe, and I've always been intimidated by creating those parent child relationships um, you know, if you were going to, in this case, if you wanted to create two totally different sites uh, and, and get them done that way or move uh, it kind of have a QA environment. So you could have, you could create a child off of a parent and then have that your QA where you mess around with things. Yeah. Right. Well, that's, um, a, still, yeah, go that, ahead. that's my new th- thing I love is having a web host that gives you, I forget the name. I just call it the backstage view. Um, it's you, you start with your, your website and you make this thing, I forget, SiteGround has it. Um, but you basically make a copy of your website, you go over and you tweak it. And when you get it the way you want it, you say, okay, great. And now it overwrites. I cannot remember the, what that's stupid called, but it's a staging, a staging area. Um, so speaking of that, Michael wants to know for web hosting, what's a good price for the year? Well, there's a bunch. I mean, the the thing you have the site grounds of the world that'll give you your first year for something ridiculous like four or five bucks a month, and then the next year it's thirty dollars a month, and that that bill comes through, and you go, what? What? So, um, uh, what are you paying at Maple Maple Grove Partners? You know, Partners one twenty, so one hundred twenty a year, ten dollars a month. Yeah, I'm gonna say what it works out to me. My GoDaddy reseller for one website is six sixty four a month. So that's about as cheap as I can make it and still make a dime on that. So 10 to, 10 to 20, I, I think you get what you pay for in yeah. web hosting to a point. Like I think anywhere under 25 bucks, maybe more than $10 is the right, it's kind of the right answer. If you, in the super cheap plans, yeah. you got to be really, really careful what you're getting, what you're getting yourself into. You can, you know, you can get some really bad, if it's just a throwaway site, like if you just want to throw some stuff up and try some stuff, go with the cheapest plan possible. If you're actually expecting traffic to it, 
you're probably going to need to upgrade to something a little more robust than the cheapest plans. I, w- I would recommend getting something. If you're going to put WordPress on it, then uh, go with something that's dedicated for WordPress. I forgot. I have one site still on a good old, I forget what it's called now. Um, before that, because like, I had to install WordPress manually. Forget what, but it, but it's, it's dirt cheap. It's like three, four dollars a month. And I went to it and it just crawled. And I'm like, what is wrong with this? So I start yeah. digging around the back end. I'm like, oh, this is the whole C panel, blah, 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 blah thing. And I was like, oh, that's right. This is not optimized for WordPress. And I never realized that, uh, you know, those really did that much. But uh, yeah, they do. It does. Maple Grove Partners is completely optimized for WordPress. So yeah. Christian has done a bunch of work to really make it as fast as it can possibly be for WordPress. I mean, he uses my site kind of as the example. Nice. And so like he makes sure everything, he handles all the security aspects of it. He handles all the backend stuff. It is ripping fast, but it is, it is WordPress optimized. And so, you know, that's one of those areas I, I totally agree with you. So Michael's saying you found some place for two thirty nine a year. Well, if you divide that by twelve, that's twenty bucks a month. So I would love to know. Depending on you know, yeah, that's I, pretty average, ten I, to twenty. Yeah, I was like on uh, WP. Of course, they're all WP theme. Now I don't know what it was, but it was one of those cases where it sounded cheap, but they also charged you based on how much traffic you got. And that got real expensive real quick because I swear they were counting hits and not uh, a site ground. Yeah, site ground is pretty, they come across cheap. The first year is like really cheap. And so I bought like three packages. And then when the first one came through on year two, and I was like, wait, what? Um, so, yeah. And and then somebody says here, yeah, Bluehost is 113 the first year. It's like everything else. They give you a good deal on the first year and then they... Uh, Sure. Well, they want they they want to get you, and then if you're going to have multiple sites, uh, that will matter. If you're going to you know be rolling multiple domains in there, and then you have to ask yourself, how much traffic am I going to be having? Right. So if it's minimal amount of traffic, okay, you're probably okay on bare bones minimum. You might even be able to share have multiple sites share one instance if you're good at doing that. But um, if if you get any amount of traffic at all, and a lot of these sites have automatic triggers set up that if they reach a certain threshold, usage threshold, they just cut you off and they'll drop you. I mean, it's like, well, okay, you've you've exceeded your bandwidth or whatever. Even though it's unlimited, they have these. So just be really, really weary of the unlimited deals on, you know, it's like kind of like free host providers. You got to ask some questions, right? You know, well, minimal for me, like one of the things I have found, like, like if you go over to coolerwebsites.com, you don't get an email address with that. You get hosting. That's it. Where SiteGround, you get hosting, you get, um, but you can also get, I think, unlimited email addresses, which depending on what you're doing, like it's five bucks a month to get it from Google uh, or five bucks. I think it's $3 a month at GoDaddy. Um, What else would you say is minimal? Um, that's hard. Minimal. I don't know. I guess for me, the ultimate minimal is non WordPress. Like that's the, where you go and it's three bucks a month. And I'm like, "Mm, I I wouldn't do that. If I'm running WordPress. Yeah. You've got to set up that whole environment, that whole WordPress environment, import it in, you know, there's uh, maybe a setup that way. Um, yeah, I I think you just got to be careful. It's, it's, the less you pay, the more they're going to push off the administration on you. Backup is another thing. Like, right. 
are you getting, are they doing regular backups for you or do you have to do backups? Yeah. Um, for me, I have SiteGround. Now I have the school of podcasting is on its own plan. There's nothing else on it. Like, but then I have, I think it's podcast review show and podcast rodeo show, a bunch of them on SiteGround. But I go in and see how much of my resources I'm using because that's what they that's what they get you on is if you start just taking up too many resources, that's when they politely tap you on the shoulder and go, um, excuse me, you're, you're yeah. using up too much stuff. Um, we have here, GoDaddy charge $70 for a basic SSL certificate. Yikes. CSR told me they do that because people don't think it's any good if it's, if it's, (laughs) that's, that's, uh, there's SSL is kind of free these days for the most part. You can, if you got a good provider, they're taking care of it. Maple Grove partners takes care of that for you. Minimal traffic is less than 10,000 a month. Yeah, maybe something somewhere in there. Yeah, I, I'm no, I'm no site traffic expert. I, yeah. it, it it depends on what the, how they count it too. Yeah. So you kind of have to look look at the fine print and say, um, you know, how are they counting traffic and what does that mean? What are you anticipating? How many, you know, what, what, on a daily basis, how many hits do you think you'll get? I think that's those are all. Yeah, you know, those I, are all. I questions. wish I could remember. It, it's a hosting, and it starts with WP. And they were, and at the time it was like 47 a month. And I'm like, no, but this is the the big deal. Uh, we got mm-hmm. Michael coming in here. And then I ended up paying. I remember I quit when it got up to $80 a month because of my traffic. So uh, Michael yeah. has joined us. How are you, my friend? Well, I'm great, Dave. How are you? Good. What's going on? Oh, man. I've got, I've got an intensive podcast question for you. Okay. Bring it on. Like um, it. By the way, Jim, are you coming to PodFest next year? I haven't decided yet. Decide, because okay. I'd like to meet you in person. <laughs> I met well, Dave several times. Maybe that will uh, up the priority a little bit. Then. See, see, look, you know, and and Chris needs the money, so you know, show up. Um, can't beat the location, that's for sure. Right. That is true. Yeah, you could be one of our five minute speakers in the uh, Pikachu thing that I host every year, Ooh. where you you have five minutes, twenty slides, and oh. I have a cane that I you know, put around your neck and pull you off if you, if you go over. Yeah. When is it? What are the dates? Uh, March. I don't know. Dave would know. He's a superstar. I'll look, I'll look it up. March something through March something. March something through March something. Just, just go. Be cool. All right. Here's I, this is my, this is my question. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. I have a podcast. It's a gardening podcast and it's, I'm happy. It's, it's great, but I've, I've decided to start, yet another podcast, a daily 13-minute podcast. And I'm not going to go into great detail about it. I know, I know, I know. Stop, wow. stop, stop. That, I have that time. sounds painful. I don't have a As somebody who just did a daily show for 29 days that were maybe seven minutes long, tops, Yeah, I, I would record a month of that ahead of time. Is it, well, is it evergreen I, stuff? Yeah, it is. Okay, good. It All is. Right. Uh, so Start I would with actually, about 40 in I, the would re- I would record next week's on Fridays is what I would do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so okay. that's, it's not a big deal. Keep okay. Realize if Friday goes down the crapper, you well, lose a week's worth of stuff. I also, I would actually put a couple of weeks ahead yeah, just in that's case That's what I'm saying. Start with like a month uh, in I'm, the can. I'm a real big one on the crapper stuff. I, I yeah. try to have a lot of stuff put away. Good. But anyway, that's not my... <laughs> Jim's sitting over there having a, a big thrombo. one on the crapper is what you said. Which yeah, is that's really right. That, that's right. And at my age, that's something you have to be concerned no, with. Trust I, me. I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, uh, bringing this out of the toilet. Yeah, uh, thank you. 
here's my, I, I have a friend on the other coast who has a very successful daily podcast. As a matter of fact, he makes high six figures a year off of his five day a week podcast. <laughs> Mine is going to be a five day a week podcast. And I, I was inspired by him, but the podcast I'm going to do is totally different than the podcast that he does. Okay. Totally different. And, uh, and, and, it, and it is, uh, Dave will know if I say I got inspired by our friend, Katie, uh, Kermitos, uh, okay. on doing this podcast. The, the, it just sort of came to me and it's been something that I've been going through in my own personal life. And I want to do this podcast. I honestly think it can help somebody, M- maybe three people, maybe a whole bunch more. I don't know. Who am yeah. I? Yeah. Um, but anyway, my name of the podcast that I want to do, and I've already bought the domain name, is somewhat similar to this guy's name, but not. It, it is, there's one word, and it's the, and then the. And so mine is the, the, anyway, there's two words in mine that are different than his, but it still sounds a bit similar, but it is not. It's not even close. If you listen to it, it's not even close in the same I, space in the, huh? so in the same space. So there's another kind of sort of kind of sort of, but not really, but kind of sort of his is more motivational. Uh, mine is not, but it's a podcast. It's a podcast. And it, how, how much does his podcast make? His he's high six figures. Okay. Okay. Now so, here's my question. Very high. Very high how six long has fi- he been doing that show? Uh, he has, uh, since 2005, before there was an iTunes. Okay, okay so let's keep that in mind. When you say he's making six figures, he's well, got, he's also he's a got, hustler. He's an old radio guy. He's a hustler. He knows how to do crap. He's sure. really good. Okay, uh, well, let's not ignore. He's got 14 years into this. Exactly. I'm not competing okay. against him. Okay. Okay. But I am concerned as a person because he has been such an inspiration to me and actually a friend. He has actually helped me. We've never met face to face. We've talked on the phone on more than one occasion. Uh, I've spent money with him for coaching. Uh, I've, I've, you know, I, you know, it costs money to listen to his podcast and I pay to listen to his podcast. People pay, I pay, I don't pay what other people pay because I got a good deal. I pay a year in advance, but other people pay nineteen ninety five a month to listen to his podcast. I'm not out to do any of that. Anyway, my story is I sent him this long email when I decided to do this, going into okay. great detail about the podcast and telling him that, you know, the name that I want to use. Yeah. And I said, I will not use the name if you tell me no, because I respect you that much. I will come up with another name, but I would like to use this name. Uh, but if you tell me no, I respect you enough not to do that. It has now been two weeks since I sent that email and it's crickets. I have not heard from him. And Say by the again. way, uh, by the way, he answered whenever I email him about any mundane thing, I sent him an email, believe it or not, what we were talking about before about poop. In the, t- in the sense of he has a farm and, and I got to get my cat out of here. He's going to, he's, my cat is trying to claw on my $99 pod mic. Nice. <laughs> yes. So I, he, hasn't, he hasn't responded back to you. Basically. He has not. It, yeah. I, 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 I sent him an email poop yeah. and within an hour I get a, a response. Yeah. So, I think, and Dave said, email him again for sure. I, I've done that. I did okay. that. I did that 
four okay. days ago. I, I, okay. I sent the email again. Yeah. And still Crickets. no response? Crickets. Okay. And, then I would, I would email him one more time and go, hey, I've noticed you haven't replied to this. Yes. This might be a weird conversation to have. Can we get on the phone? Well, I have his number. I could call him. I would. You could. Yeah. I would just say, hey, I've, I've tried to reach you twice. I realize it's the holidays. Keep that in mind. Yeah, I am um, keeping that in mind. And now that Thanksgiving is over, I just want to make sure because, uh, you know, you've been an inspiration and I realize this might be a little weird for you, you know, but I, I need to know because I'm ready to move forward, you know, and if you say no, it's fine. Not a big deal. Um, and he may or may not say now. Here's the question. What if he says no? Then I'll then I will respect that one hundred percent, and okay. I will come up with a different name. That is how much I respect this guy. Yeah. Okay. Well, then if I, he's, yeah, I would call him because to me, um, you know, it sounds like this guy's your friend. Uh, somebody you uh, want to well, know. We don't hang out. You know, right. we never. You know. Right. But you're, yeah, and you're not you're not out to make an enemy. So I, no. I would just just say, hey, I'm doing what I would want somebody to do to me. So I'm calling you. Can we talk about this? you know, and go that route. Um, now for the record, you're doing so much more than many people do. Um, I know there are, I think I counted seven shows called talking trash because somebody said, why doesn't my show show up? And I typed in talking trash, which was the name of their show. And I'm like, well, which one is yours? Is there? Yeah. And that was, um, so you, you, you are at well, least my, my last podcast, which was totally unsuccessful was ask the podcast coach kind of guy. <laughs> yeah and, and nobody nobody well, listened to it i i, it, I don't it, well, i don't it, understand why it's going to depend on and that then guy. I, and then i tried the extraordinary guy oh, and nobody nobody listened to that so good so you know, so yeah i'm you know I'm, so I'm, I'm i'm trying here i'm trying you and i didn't yeah. even ask either of you guys permission yeah it, it's well, really you know, gonna, i like you both but you know how will both of you no <clears> it's going to depend on the guy because i've had people that have graduated the school of podcasting and turned around and became a podcast coach. And I'm like, you know, the school of podcasting does have an affiliate program if you want to make money, you know, but on the other hand, those people, boy, this is going to sound really egotistical. I've listened to their show and my name comes up a lot. Yeah. And so I just kind of well, go, because well, you're Dave Jackson. Well, Your name comes up a lot, Dave Jackson, but it's, the it's Dave one of those where I'm like, if the I'm a Dave Jackson. Yeah. So and, if and Jim, yeah, if if I'm talking to Jim and Jim keeps talking about, you know, well, the, the main guy, if you want to really get into Strengths Finder, is is Jim Strengths. Jim Jim Strength is this guy. He runs the Strength Institute. You should tech, talk to you know Bob Strength. And uh, well, I'm going to listen to Jim, but I'm also going to go check out Bob Strength because he sounds pretty cool too. So I don't really worry about it. And the other thing that this guy should think about because it is, trust me. There are times I look, we all have egos. Some guy just did a post on the best places to learn podcasting. Guess what didn't get mentioned? I'm like, really? The original website that's now like, okay. Um, so we all have egos and stuff like that. I know but, that uh, John Lee, whatever his name is, gets all the credit. Well, there was John Lee. It was Pat Flynn. And they even started mentioning things that weren't podcasting related. I'm like, well, surely the next one will be. Nope. Nope. Full full disclosure here, I belong to a nonprofit group called the Tampa Bay Technology Center in Clearwater. Mm -hmm. And I actually, you know, I actually teach podcasting there. We have a once a month meetup, and then I have a four-hour 
teach you how to podcast yeah. class that I teach. I don't, I make nothing off of it. Well, uh, well, people have bad. to, well, <laughs> well no, no, I, it's a nonprofit and it's what I do to, you know, to give back. I, I'm very involved. Instead of going out to bars, I go to the Tampa Bay Technology Center. We built a really nice studio there. We have these, these microphones here, you know, which is the road Procaster. You know, we've got all of those and, and we've got a mixer and we've got a nice little studio and our members can come in and use it for free. Uh, so I do teach podcasting, but when I teach podcasting, uh, you know, there's different types of podcasters. There's the serious podcaster and then there's the people who want to podcast and talk about drunk uncle Bob. And, well, you know, the other thing I, I, I realized I, as I was doing my, my book research is I was talking to, uh, Mark uh, Bologna from um, Beyond Bourbon Street. And yeah. people would go, hey, Mark, this is really cool. I want to learn how to podcast. So he would point people at Pat, and he would point people at me. And, you know, we would take care of his customer, and they were like, thank you. And he goes, one of them said, hey, you know, I've got a podcast now, Mark, but um, I, I really kind of wanted to pay you. Like, it's that whole law of reciprocity. So I yeah. also, you have to realize that there are some people that, you know, yeah, you can send people to me, but they actually want to learn from you because you're the person they have well, a relationship with. I, I will tell you that my average student is a casual podcaster, yeah. and I am very distinctive. If, if you're if you want to make money with this, if this is something you really want to get off your butt and do, then don't rely on me because who the hell am I? You know, I'm just some guy in Clearwater who has done radio for 35 years, and now I dabble in podcasting. I go to a professional and the, the professional name that pops up the most when I talk about that is some guy named Jim Carlson. No, I mean, it's, it's Dave Jackson. <laughs> I I always mention your name. I never mention your name, Jim, because I just forget about you. I don't yeah, know. Don't why. worry about it. You won't <laughs> come to PodFest. If you came to PodFest, I, I would, know. You know. I'll try. Uh, but uh, Michael, uh, back to your original question. Yes. Um, uh, if I think no answer is a no. So if he's, you yeah. know him that well, and he's not responding, then that's a no. Then that's I what I'm kind of no. thinking. Yeah, I think it's a no. But I, I, I agree with Dave. If you've got a relationship and you can do a quick call and he says yes, and you know, you get, you get that verbal, then yeah, I think, I, I think roll forward. If he, if you don't get any, rest, and you think, because again, this is all done in court, right? And a judge would say, is your podcast causing confusion? He's got to want to sue you first Yeah, and say, is your podcast name causing confusion in the space among people who are going out and listening? And is yeah. it driving income away from him to you? That'll, that's kind of the standard by which they judge. These right. Things. And so if it's close, I mean, it, you know, do you, do you really want to chance it? So by the way, if you really, I, I would, if you're going to get his permission and you really want to, you know, this, you really want to cover it. It kind of needs to be documented. Well, that's why I was doing it in email. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's why I wanted to do it in email. If he wrote back and said, go for it, or if he wrote back and said, I would be offended if you did it, I would immediately respect yeah. him. I'm not doing anything right. until I communicate with him or he communicates good, back with me. It's a good call. You be, like, because, like said, you've done and because, you know, they are different enough to where I know I could legally do it. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. I know that I could legal, but I I have so much respect for this guy yeah. that I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to try and piss him off. Super great. I think you're going you're you're headed down the right path. All right. Hey, thank you so much guys. Well, thank I, you. I got a question for you though. So you're doing what? a daily show? Yes. And you go, you know, these other guys are doing monetization. You're like, I don't want any of that. I'm like, wait, time out because I'm here to tell you 
Oh, I want to monetize it, my daily uh, show. Uh, I Trust was going to say, I tell you, I will I monetize the badudos out of the daily show. <laughs> uh, the daily show was created out of a passion, but also the other thing that went ding, ding, ding in my head was, Hey, I have a very easy way to monetize this an extraordinarily easy way to monetize this, which I will not share with you now. So I will go out with monetization right from the friggin' get go. And, uh, you know, right, right from the very beginning, even if I get 10 downloads a day, I will still, there will, you know, Hey, put me in a room with 10 people and I'm going to sell them something. So if I got 10 downloads a day, I'm in a room with 10 people. Wow. I can sell them. So, you know, everybody said, Oh, you gotta have 4,000. No, you know, I, I've been in a business where I've done public speaking and I've always said, put me in a room with 25 people and I will sell $5,000 worth of stuff. And I always do. I mean, without fail, I always do. So put me in a room with 25 people, even though they're listening, you know, in one of these right. things, I will sell them in this instance, because I actually have something that is related to the podcast that they would need and want. So yes, I will go with monetization right from the beginning. But the, my dis- my only disagreement with you, Dave Jackson, is you think that everybody who starts a podcast, you know, you go, everybody that starts a podcast is, and by the way, how many podcasts do you have started as a result of taking your class? It's got to be hundreds. Uh, how yeah. many people have started a podcast as a result of watching this show? It's got to be thousands. Oh, I'm one of them. Uh, you know, it's it, so... But the majority of podcasts are listened to by family members and their friends and an ex-girlfriend who's trying to, you know, keep track of you. That That's who and that's fine. Uh, and you go your, your philosophy is you got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do this. You got to have this and hosting here. You got all of this stuff. And my philosophy is, and I, if you are going to have a serious podcast, yes, you have to do everything that Dave Jackson says, at least everything that Dave Jackson says, and probably do it twice. But if you're just going to make a podcast about, uh, you know, Little League in the town of Dunedin, Florida, uh, and you're just doing it to talk about the scores of the game and to review the game, or my son has a podcast called the Jake Gyllenhaal something podcast where he just reviews everything that Jake Gyllenhaal has ever done, including commercials that he's done. And he doesn't care if anybody listens to it. He's not paying for hosting. He's got it up, you know, on his free, you know, on some free account. And, and, And he's very happy with that. But if my son were going to make a podcast that he wanted to make a living off of, then I would say, oh, no. Oh, no, no free pot, no, no free hosting. But, you know, the rest of the people can go to Anchor and have fun. Is, is, and you say, no, they're going to change your file. I don't care if they're going to change right. my file. You, you do all this. They're going to, you only get to go on one category in, in, in iTunes. I don't care. You know, well, for it's those true. people. I, and for, I, you, you'll see on my for comments. For those people, I'll, I don't care. Yeah, you know, those people I, do not care. They want, if it, they if want it's their bros and brews, if it's the bros and brews show, you yeah. go have fun at Anchor. Just realize you're not going to be able to see your Apple stats. You don't care. And yeah, if the answer to all that is I don't care, they don't you care. Just, you go have fun at Anchor. You go f- have fun at Acast and, yeah, and all of Podcast those, all One's of those free places. stuff. Yes. You, you you enjoy the heck out of it. Yeah, absolutely. But but if you're serious, if you're, you're like really, really serious, 
right. uh, then you're going to want to pay for hosting or you're going to want to, you're going to want to do a bunch of, of, of things. Right. That, and just you realize know, moving your show is not a lot of fun and you might lose your audience depending on who you hosted with. Again, if you're on anchor and you're doing a, you know, right. bros and bruce, you don't care. Right. But the, the problem is what, what I see is bros and bruce will start and then they decide nine months in, okay, we want to, we want to go legit. We're going to take this a lot more serious. That's where things get sticky. And yeah. that's where I'm like, well, if you would have started going in the right direction, you know, and put out your 10 bucks a month, your $15 a month, and you wouldn't have this problem. But yeah. again, I totally agree with you. But yeah. I'm just saying there are people that start and go, this is fun. You know what? And and the problem is, of course, comparison is the enemy of joy. They look at other people who are making money. They think their show is good. It's not. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and um, they decide they want to make money with it. So. Exactly. But no, I, I totally get your point. I, I agree. And I had somebody this week on my uh, YouTube video that, that just like, here's why I don't like anchor. And they're like, what if I'm just doing this for fun? I go, then enjoy anchor for all you were. Exactly. And, and the over and both of you have to agree with me, the overwhelming majority of podcasts that exist in the world are for fun. They're not to make money with. Hmm. What's well, a good I, question. It, it is a good question and you're biased, but I'm, Jim, am I right? I don't know if I can agree with you on that. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know what the stats are on that. If they're, if they are, if they aren't, that'd be a good, that'd be a good poll question. I wish you knew this company that did polling on a regular basis and with, would ask yeah, you that. Should, you're, are you with Nielsen? <laughs> no, I'm with Gallup. Oh, okay. Gallup. Okay. Yeah. No, I work for Gallup. We, Sorry. Yeah. Wrong answer. We, we, uh, we don't, uh, we don't. You gotta, you, if you know somebody sure. there who can do something like that, that would be an interesting poll. It would be a good. Jackson would, would good. pay for it. He makes a lot of money. Yeah. It oh, would yeah. be interesting to know what that, that mix, by the way, Bruise and bros is a real podcast. That's pretty great. They're out of Flagstaff, Arizona. Nice. Uh, they're up to episode 84. I just did that while you guys were talking, but the, wow. um, yeah, the, the, it, it'd be a good question. I don't know if it matters, Michael, just to be honest with you. I mean, people can gravitate towards what works for them. We may have advice to say, Dave may have advice. You may have advice at the end of the day. It's really what they want to do. Right. And so we have, when, and they, that's come it. And, when they come and ask, we, we say, or people say, yeah, this, these are my recommendations. But at the end of the day, I don't think there's anybody, you know, no one's going to punch you in the face. Right. I, I have one more question for yeah, you. Just one more question. Yeah. Uh, I have this nifty little thing. I don't have one in this room. I've got one in the other room and one in my bedroom and it's called an Amazon echo. Mm-hmm. And I listen to podcast on that because they will any, if your podcast is on tune in, then Amazon Echo picks you up. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I stuck my gardening thing on there. I, you had to apply, you know, you had to, to do all of that. And I stuck yeah. it on there and I just went out and I, I didn't test it. I just went out and tested it before I came in here. Mm-hmm. And amazingly enough, there I was. Do you think that's a valuable thing? Do you think a lot of people no. are going to be listening to no. podcasts that way? 0.2%. No. Now, Point- not today. Yeah, not today. It will get. We'll see more of this in the future, or or the Google version of that. Yeah, but today yeah. people just it's not in the right spot for people to listen to podcasts. Now, for, for when we define podcasts as long play, whatever, right? Now, yeah. make a make a one minute thing that's compelling and throw it in the the flash briefing. 
okay, I think you've got some opportunities there if you're if it's the right content and you can get people to it and they can subscribe to it and all those other things that are there. But I still think that's weird enough right now, like podcasting was 15 years ago, hard enough to get to that it's not mass adoption yet. It'll be there eventually, okay. uh, but just not today. No, I, I wouldn't burn a lot of time. You can have it there, but I, I, I listen to the Tim Ferriss show on there sure. Sure. while I'm doing housework. Yeah, but that's that's a really uncommon use case right now. Like we've taught people how to get this on their phones. And yes. so they're listening to it in the car or earbuds or whatever. We're just not seeing a ton of adoption on these devices. I think it'll come, but I think we're still early. Yeah, I okay. think the last stat I saw from Rob at Libsyn was 0.2%. And wow. yeah, a flash low. briefing is supposed to be brief, like two minutes. You can be up to 10. Uh, a flash briefing is a piece of cake to make. I just made one for uh, your podcast consultant. Because uh, all my episodes there are nine minutes or less. Um, but even that, if I put out an actual nine-minute episode, which they're not, um, you know, people over there are, are looking for the weather and then the Bible verse of the day and the encouraging thought of the day. They're all really, really, you know, like uh, Pod News is on that, is on my flash briefing. When I wake up in the morning, I go, hey, what's her name? What's new? And she goes, here's the weather, here's Pod News, and then here's, I think, forget what it is, but it's something else. But it's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, but I, I know a lot of people are spending a lot, I mean, a lot of time and effort to make these things. I'm like, you do know it's 0.2%. And like you said, if you put it on tune in, it's just automatically there. And all you have to do is say, Hey, what's your name? Play this podcast on tune in. I'm waiting for like, if overcast made a skill to where I could pick up where I left off. Now we're talking because what I do on occasion is I will Bluetooth my phone to what's her name. The cool thing about that is now I can pause it with my voice. Yeah. But which is stupid because I could also just do it on my watch, which is right here. Um, but before I had an Apple watch, I used to do that because I can't listen to work. I can't listen to podcasts at work because it's, it's too, I got too many things going on in my yeah. head. Yeah. So it was kind of cool mm-hmm. that I could, could, uh, could Michael, pause it. What are you doing when you're listening? What do you, what are you actually doing? How, housework. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. a good you use know, case. I, 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 good I used case. to have one of those things that did housework for me. What do they call that? Oh yeah. A wife. Yes. Uh, yeah. uh, and uh, I yeah, haven't had one of those in years. Yeah. So I had to, that was a new skill I had to acquire, uh, was housework, vacuuming, yeah. doing the dishes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. the floors, yeah. dusting. The thoughts oh. and opinions of the guests. <laughs> What? That, that could have uh, been. That could be a little offensive to some yeah, people. Yeah, just a little. Uh, just a, I don't have a. The well, uh, yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. that is sexist. Yes, it, it could, it's just, that, just that, a little. It could be. That is, which is probably why I don't have a wife. Maybe that's true. <laughs> that is very true, Michael. Thanks for jumping in. Hey, Appreciate have a great it. day, guys. You bet. Have yeah, a great Saturday. I apologize. I apologize. No I apologize. Worries. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> You're fine. Take care, Michael. Uh, yes, thank you. <laughs> Uh, but speaking of making money with a podcast, um, I should take a second. Oh yeah. We, we blew through this. Thank you to my, uh, awesome subscribers. Uh, we still have an open seat at the teacher's pet. Uh, if we also want to thank those, we thank them every week, our $20 supporters, people like Jim Harold over at, Oh, you know what? You need the music. He, it's good thing you have him first. Cause he always it. reminds you to play the music. <laughs> Cause you have to say pod law. Um, Greg over at debtshepherd.com. Um, Glenn the Geek Hebert over at horseradionetwork.com. Say it, Glenn. Uh, 
Don't be boring. Oh, it's a it doesn't do two oh, voices at the same time very well. Josh Rivers over at podcastingexperiments.com. Max Trescott at aviationnewstalk.com. Shane at spybrary.com. He's also rocking another podcast about tourpreneur because that's what he does. He does like uh, tours and uh, he's just been crushing it over there. Harry Bond at keywestperspective.com. That's a show about island life and the people who live there as well as Carl White Life in the Carolinas podcast. Find it at lifeinthecarolinaspodcast.com. Kim Cradgy over at Toastmasters101.net. Get your speak on over at Toastmasters101.net. Jay Cleveland Payne, you can find him at morebettermedia.com. He's got a whole bunch of shows over there. One of them is called the... Oh, I can't see it in the list, but it's like podcast positive something. I'm looking at the list of shows here. I can't see it, but it could it's... be a uh, darker font. Yeah, yeah, it should be. Uh, if you'd like to be an awesome supporter, simply go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. You also get bonus content and uh, video. So thanks so much for everyone for being an awesome supporter. And again, the music plays right to Perfect. Nicely. Yeah. Nicely done, Dave Jackson. Thank you, sir. Uh, but that was a good call. I like that. Thank you, Michael, for stopping. You know what I forgot to ask, Michael? Um, what is your website? He said he did a, a gardening show. Yeah. And then we then we didn't let him. I love the idea of a gardening show. I, I I think those are. I think that's a good, especially even from a daily standpoint. I think there's a lot of good, um, you know, a lot of good if it was seasonal as well. You know, and and maybe even to an area where, you know, the challenges of gardening in Omaha, Nebraska, are different than Portland, Oregon. And so you know, there's some there could be some great regional. We have some. Um, Nebraska has some really good. Uh, local like NPR style or NPR stuff around um, uh, farming and gardening. That's all regional. And it's very, very helpful because it's here on the plains. Things just do do differently. I think that's just a good indicator when you're thinking about your podcast, if you're in that regional space where it is, where you can really niche down on it. I, I think you've got some great opportunities. So good stuff. Yeah. Banks is uh, mentioning in the chat room, the uh the new dum feature in adobe i saw the video it's interesting I'll, I'll see how it works but uh jim has to get out of here he's uh leaving on a jet plane yeah i'll stay i'll stay for a little bit just a, a smidge in a post show i think we'll be okay there but uh, i got uh and i've got something fun to read in post show too as well so we'll, we'll oh, nice. carry it over to the post show uh so i'm assuming there is no average guy tv next week because well not do next you have one? week but this week i interviewed my daughter again she came on and we we spent a little time talking about our podcasters journalists and so this Ooh. may be one typically these shows don't the, the ones i do don't always pertain to this but today and maybe today only for some of you this may be an opportunity for you to kind of think through it with me when we talk about print journalism we talked about cable news network and we talked about our podcaster journalists and so that's now it's posted right now the average guy.tv i will have to check that out uh this week i was going to interview the guy i have it in the can the guy from pot it but i found a really cool story a guy i've known for a long time and he keeps getting because of my podcast because of my podcast because of my podcast and i said dude you got to come on and we're just going to tell your story so i'm going to be interviewing clay groves from the fish nerds who has the ultimate, like the ultimate dream of every podcaster. This guy has that job. So you have to tune in on Monday to um, see what that is. Because when he said, oh, yeah, I just got a job and blank, blank, blank. I was like, oh, dude, that is like every podcaster's dream. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And he's like, yep. 
and uh, he's loving it too, which is very, very cool. So uh, thank you so much for the chat room. We are here. Uh, Jim won't be here next week, but I will be here with a co-host. Uh, askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. And uh, thanks for everybody for sticking around. And uh, we're going to do some post-show right after I fade up this music. Music.